Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Good morning, Ali. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, my favorite day of the week, because we get to talk. Yay. <laughs> and also, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. This is awesome. I love the colors of the rainbow and all of the different flags. And it's just, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I always, I'm always so happy. Like my birthday is in June. And this year, I believe my birthday falls on Juneteenth. Um, so I feel extra special this year. Um, well, I mean, every year my birthday is in June, but like <laughs> being a bisexual person and having my birthday be in Pride Month is really fun. And then having my birthday be on Juneteenth this year is really fun. I feel very, um, I don't know, it's a cool birthday. Um, anyway, today I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind. It's on my mind every June. Um, I call it performative support. Um, it's also referred to as virtue signaling, which is basically the example that that's on my mind recently is companies that maybe typically aren't very LGBTQ friendly um, or might have policies that harm LGBTQ people um, hawking rainbow stuff during Pride Month Um and being like, yay, love is for everyone, blah, 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 blah. And making all this money selling rainbow stuff. Um, while that is not something that they uh, support throughout the rest of the year. And it really mm -hmm. makes me irritated because it's like you're using, you're making money off of people without actually supporting what it is that that rainbow flag stands for. Um and there are lots of examples of this, right? Like one of the most mind-blowing examples, we tried to get too political on uh, on this show, but um, Donald Trump does have a Make America Great Again hat, uh, which is referred to as a pride hat, where the letters are rainbow. Oh my God, I never what? saw that. It's ridiculous. There is um, <clears throat> another another example and and this is not me particularly like these are all our opinions right like i'm not going to come out and say this company is trash you shouldn't blah 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 but adidas has a pride pack where they sell rainbow merchandise to honor pride month but adidas is one of the major sponsors of um i think it's this year's world cup or maybe it's a previous year i can't i don't know when this article was written um but they're major supporters of an event that takes place in Russia, which is a country with anti-LGBTQ laws, which makes it unsafe for queer fans and athletes to participate, right? So it's this contradictory, um, just nonsensical thing where it's like, okay, you don't actually understand what it is that you're doing. And it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um I feel this way about Disney sometimes, right? Like Disney has been known to support um, queer organizations. Like I found, and I found an article doing some research on this of companies that do support throughout the year and do put their money where their mouth is. Um, Disney has like a rainbow collection of swag 
And they've also pledged to support a variety of domestic and international LGBTQ organizations, which is fantastic. But Disney's history into today has been kind of homophobic, right? Like they're not champions of queer representation in their media. And all of these things really frustrate me. And it makes me think of the importance of simply, you know, if you're going to talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. You have to put your money where your mouth is. You can't just say that you support something or believe in something or someone um, because that is the popular thing to do in the moment and then go back on that with your actions. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about how that whole thing transfers into our careers as tech people in the WordPress world. Absolutely. It kind of reminds me too <clears throat> of how everything turns pink in October for breast cancer awareness. Exactly. And how all these companies are like, you know, buy this and we'll give X number of dollars to breast cancer research. And it's like, just give money to breast cancer research. I just do it anyway. Just Hello? do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand the marketing. I understand but the thing is, when you're doing the marketing, it is virtue signaling, right? Because it's like, buy my pink thing, I will give money to research, but you've also just bought my pink thing and I'm not giving all the profits, I'm keeping profit and I'm growing my business based on you wanting to help people who have breast cancer. Yeah. How much of that money actually goes to not just research, but supporting people who have breast cancer, yeah. you know? very little. And there have been so many scandals over the years of companies not giving the money to the organization, right? Like, I think that's less common now because of a, a few scandals like years and years ago. Mm. But I've definitely heard of instances where people or companies rather will say, you know, we're pledging this much to blah, blah, blah. And that money never makes it to where they yeah. say it's going to go. And so it's it's this huge trust issue then with that brand of like, Okay, well, if I do, like, I have that thought sometimes too. Like, if I'm in the grocery store and they're like, oh, do you want to donate $3 to hungry children? And I'm like, I want to, but I have no assurance that this is actually, like, I don't know where this money's going. I don't know mm -hmm. if you're taking a percentage of this money, right? Like, there's this, this, this trust and transparency issue, mm -hmm. um, which sucks. Like, it sucks to walk through the world having to be jaded and think about that things but yeah. companies that's kind of set us up for that i was gonna say that's how that's life though right so yeah <laughs> you know, people, how, how different companies yeah and it's but people do it too right so companies are made mm -hmm. of people and people are the ones making those decisions and and basically it's always about power and it's always about money and figuring out like the you know that phrase follow the money figure out why mm -hmm. people are doing what they're doing. And that's not to say that, I'm sorry, I'm such a frog in my throat. <clears throat> that's okay. That's not to say that there aren't people who are doing the right thing. Of course there are. Um, and they're not, not to say that there aren't allies in the world because of course there are. You know, mm -hmm. I am not on the LGBTQ. Um, I'm Spectrum. not a member of the LGBTQ, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, in TikTok, they have what's called the alphabet mafia. And those are the people who support the people who are in the LGBTQ community. Um, you. And I consider myself an ally for sure. And, you know, and as I always say on this, on our show, I always, we all have, still have things to learn and I still have things to learn to be a better ally because it doesn't stop, right? If, if you stop yeah. learning, you are no longer a good ally. Mm -hmm. But 
there and there are companies that try to do good things and even when they try to do good things there are those who will still attack them for those good things so. you can't you can't please everybody right Mm-mm. you're always as soon as you decide to make a stand about something you are going to be isolating somebody else mm-hmm. but there's, you know you want to take a, a stand or do you want to be a pleaser yeah exactly there's a um, an image that's been going around Facebook for the last couple of days because, you know, we're only about three days into Pride Month right now. And it's got a rainbow background mm-hmm. and it talks about, and I can't, it's a pretty long phrase, it talks about how they're an ally and, you know, I support, you know, gay people, trans people, lesbian, blah, blah, blah. And it goes the whole list kind of thing. And to me, like, I think that's great that people share that, whatever. But to me, that's a little bit of virtue signaling, right? Because I could just pick up any image and just share it. When I personally write about supporting any community, whether it's mental health, whether it's LGBTQ, whether it's um, Black Lives Matter, like any of the different movements that I support, I write my own post and I Mm -hmm. talk from my heart because I don't just want to be like, oh, here's an image that makes me look like I I support you all, whatever, you know, and then Mm -hmm. it's like that one post a year kind of thing. Uh, And I'm not saying I'm great. I'm not trying to say that at all, but I'm just trying to say that there's different ways that you can express your support besides just rehashing the same image that everybody else on the internet is sharing so that they look like they are cool and they look like they support. And I always want to like DM them separately and go, how do you feel about this, this issue? How do you feel about that issue? And find out if it's really that's like the first time that they felt like, let's face it. Sometimes it's like the first time I feel comfortable posting something and I posted that image. That's great. Mm-hmm. If that really is you saying, wow, this is a difficult move for me. I'm maybe I'm in a church that won't support that. I posted this. And for some people that is a brave thing to put out there. And for others, it's like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to put that up there. And then everybody yeah. will think that I'm cool too. And I mean, it's kind of tough, right? Because that's the nature of social media in general is, performance like being performative showing Mm -hmm. picking and choosing exactly the content that you feel is going to represent you and what you feel and what you think and sharing those things right it's Mm -hmm. a very we cultivate what we want people to think of us based off of what we post on social media Mm -hmm. and like I I'm a very judgy person I will that's one of my biggest flaws as as one of my biggest character flaws is I'm very judgy. Um and I judge people if I go to their social media profile and I only see that they share things from other places. I'm like, do you have any original thoughts to share? Like, mm-hmm. do you have anything unique to contribute out into the world or are you just collecting other things and patching together you know like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I feel like that's a whole other conversation right about how we use social media. Um, but I definitely want to tie this conversation back to our WordPress space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are so many people who have shown heartwarming support for the things that you and I do underrepresented in tech and, and other things. Right. And the people that I appreciate, I appreciate everyone, but the people that I appreciate the most are the people who say that they support us and will share the things that we share, but who will also DM us and say, what can I do to help? Or the Mm -hmm. people who use our database, um, the people who, I mean, you know, financial support donations, those are all great, but like 
the people who actually do things to make sure that we go forward and succeed. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of people in this space who want to be better allies across the board. Mm -hmm. And that really, that starts with saying, I am going to be an ally. I am an ally. I support X, Y, Z, putting BLM in your profile, putting pronouns in your profile, blah, blah, blah. But it has to continue beyond there, Mm -hmm. right? And that goes into, I mean, my top is hiring people, right? Like I was on a podcast yesterday and they asked like, you know, they asked about underrepresented tech and they asked how can people um, help? And my number one thing was, Use the database to hire people. Yes. Put help underrepresented people put food on their tables, mm-hmm. right? That's why um, I exist. <laughs> exactly, right? What are like what are some of the other things that people can do, like actually actually do that's not performative that you feel is important in this community? Uh, so I think one of the biggest things is using people's pronouns. Like mm-hmm. absolutely and not just to their faces. But when you talk about them, yeah, like, and I don't mean talk about them gossip, of course. I mean, like, you know, oh, did you see so-and-so, you know, they did this or he or she did that based on what they have told you their pronouns are and, Mm -hmm. you know, supporting who they are as a person by number one, believing who they say they are, because Mm -hmm. that's their truth. And just like you have a truth and I have a truth and we all have a truth but also then supporting who they are by using the right pronouns. It doesn't hurt you at all to use somebody's pronouns. It does not. It's so funny. I, I heard that. I think I was a TikTok or something and it was this trans girl and she was basically saying that her grandmother refused to use her correct pronouns. She would use he, him pronouns. And so <laughs> The girl started calling the grandmother, you know, Grandpa Mary or whatever. (laughs) And the grandmother would get upset. And she was like, yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? Like, it's frustrating, isn't it? You saying that my pronouns don't matter. But if I call you grandpa instead of grandma, you get mad, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it just takes a little bit of perspective and a little bit of like internalization to realize, yeah, yeah, being acknowledged for who I want to be acknowledged as, regardless of what you see, is mm-hmm. extremely important, you know? Yeah, it, it, words matter. Words matter so a lot. Much. So much. Um, and, you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day when we marginalize people, when we talk about a group by saying, you know, they and like, okay, and I'm quoting, I saw a tweet the other day that said the Blacks. And I was just like, oh, my God, they did not just write that, right? Oh, my God. And that's like like, this month, people say the gays. That's not okay either. You know, the words matter more for two reasons. Number one, it shows you, it shows other people who you are. But it also matters to the person that you're talking about. If somebody was talking about you that way, you would be offended. So don't offend other people. It's simple. Like, would you want to be referred to as the whites or one of the whites? You know, like it's just, it has this, 
massively dehumanizing quality to it, yeah. which is just, and, and, you know, that is different from, I was talking to my mom about this the other day, how sometimes I feel bad for white people because black people in America have changed the way that we refer to ourselves so many times over the last hundred yeah. years. Like at one point to say that somebody was colored was acceptable. It was perfectly fine. Right. Mm -hmm. at, at one point to say, um, you know, the N word or, or Negro was perfectly fine and acceptable. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Now we went to black, which is kind of having a resurgence, but at one point black was fine. And then it wasn't, it was African-American, right. We, mm -hmm. we do have a tendency to redefine ourselves a lot. And so sometimes I feel bad for people where they're like, I don't, Oh my God, I don't know which word is, is the right one to use anymore. Um, but that is different than, you know, the whites, the blacks, the gays, blah, 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 blah. Let's think about it this way. If we're talking about dog breeds, we don't say the German Shepherds. We don't say the Chihuahuas. Mm. You know, we say German Shepherds. We say Chihuahuas. So yeah. if we can't, if we can like give dogs the respect of not calling them the German Shepherds, yeah. why can we not give entire races of people the respect by referring to them the proper way? Yeah. And I feel like a good rule of thumb for that is like, if you're ever in doubt, right? Because I, I, I remember hearing a com or reading a conversation on Twitter a while back where people were debating, you know, saying, what was it? Referring to somebody as autistic or a person with autism. Mm -hmm. And each person was saying like, I don't like the other one. I prefer this one. Um, and so I've kind of defaulted to this rule of thumb of saying a person who is black mm -hmm. or a person who has autism, like starting with a person or a person who is gay, that man who is gay, you know, if it's if it's mm -hmm. applicable to the conversation, but right. leading with the per a person, a man, a woman or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then if it is appropriate to the conversation, who is blank, because right. you're tacking that onto their mm -hmm. personality and onto who they are, but you're not defining them by that adjective. Right, exactly. Um, There's, if, if, and you know, it goes back to a previous conversation we had on another vlog, where if the characteristic of the person, whether it be LGBTQ, whether it be ethnicity, if it's not pertinent to the conversation, leave it out. Yeah. Just leave it out. Just leave you it know, out. like, okay, you have gay friends, great. I have friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are gay, some of them are black, some of them are Hispanic, some yeah. of them are neurodivergent. They're just my friends. You know, mm -hmm. do they have to be labeled every time? Now, if somebody is talking about their sexuality and it's pertinent to the conversation and they are bringing up things in conversation, great. That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. But when we talk about people, we don't have to bring those kinds of uh, terminologies into conversation. Is that necessary? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've meandered a lot in this conversation. A little bit, but I, you know. It's all good. It, it's all good stuff. Everything we said, I think, is important. Mm -hmm. The other so, thing, yeah, I the other thing that we we'll just bring it back to. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I love Zoom. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, to bring it back to um, working in technology and things, we talked about pronouns, yeah. but also about having safe spaces and having mm -hmm. um, people within companies that somebody can go to if they mm -hmm. are uncomfortable, if they are having, um, you know, the last month was Mental Health Awareness Month. If they're having mental health issues, they need somebody to talk to. All of those things are equally important. 
And with small companies, that makes it very difficult sometimes. Uh, and we talked about that before too. So just keeping those kinds of things in mind, um, whether it's LGBTQ or not, uh, you we need to have a reporting space so that if there is, if you need to whistleblow about the way that somebody's treating you within a company, you need to be able to report that without bias um, mm -hmm. for the person that you're talking to. All of those things are equally important um, when we talk about things associated with Pride Month. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week, not last week, mm -hmm. week before. Uh, I can't remember, but yes, we have talked about it. Either a week or two ago, we talked a lot about like HR and yeah, creating safe spaces within mm -hmm. your company. So if you want a, a more detailed conversation about that, um, go to our previous episode. I'll, I'll link it in our transcript so people can find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's incredibly important. And it's incredibly important to have that available as an option. But so it's the whole separate but equal concept, right, of okay, if I work at a company and I feel like I can't be myself except for when when I'm talking to other Black women or other queer people at the company, right? It, that's a very othering feeling of we have to be relegated to this channel of Slack and cannot be authentic to ourselves outside of there. And that, that's a fine line to walk, right? Of giving people a safe space without trapping them or, you know, imprisoning them in in that space and, and communicating like, well, you can't talk about being black or you can't mention that you're gay in the general Slack channel. That's for your, you know, it's a, it's a difficult line to walk. I, I appreciate mm -hmm. that, you know, it's, it's not always a cut and dry thing because some people don't like those groups because it feels very othering. It feels very, this is your water fountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think in the world we live in right now, it is important to have a space where you can feel completely comfortable. Um, and that is, I think, a stepping stone toward people being able to just be who they are in their general Slack channels and, mm -hmm. and their general spaces and not the, the whole idea, right, is to not need safe spaces, right? Like, I feel like exactly. there's a lot of um, people make fun of millennials for advocating for safe spaces. But the whole idea is to have a safe space until we don't need it anymore. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. but even a, we should do a whole episode on safe spaces. We should. Safe spaces sometimes are just one person that you can open up to without your recrimination yeah you're mine too we get oh. to text each i know we text each other we slack each other we talk to each other in like four different channels it's hysterical yeah. um, <laughs> i'll text you in one place and respond in another it's just it's so much fun um, <laughs> wild <laughs> 20 years ago when i worked at uh, university of rochester there is I, I i don't know where it is now i'm sure it has only progressed and not my lights just turned off oh, no. alexa turn the lights on <laughs> Oh my god, that looks so you look you're in a horror movie. <gasps> it looked like somebody was gonna come out of the dark behind you. So funny. <laughs> anyway, there was a gender studies, um, and, and like I said, I don't know what it's called now, I don't know what it is, but there was a gender studies um department at, at mm -hmm. the undergraduate school. And I had to have a meeting in that building about something else because I worked in a different school, um, at the school at the university. And so I went over there and I saw like these posters on the wall outside of the offices of the gender studies area 
that was also, you know, they had the rainbows and they said specifically, this is a safe zone for mm. whoever you are, whatever you believe, this is a safe place for you to come in and be who you are. And I was like, that's really cool that's to really be able cool. to say I'm a safe space. So maybe it isn't even saying you all go over there to be safe. It's being able mm. to say to somebody, I'm a safe space for you. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to me about anything. And if I don't know an answer, if I don't know how to help you, I'll help you think through it. Or I'll at least be here to listen. You know, mm-hmm. I won't always try to solve your problems, but I'll at least listen to your problems and be here for you. But I am a safe space and I hold space for you. Yeah. Even if I'm not, you know, the answer to, to what you're dealing with. Yeah. And I think like that immediately makes me think of Big Orange Heart, right? Like Big Orange Heart is kind of that for our community of a place where people can go and just let out if they need to, you know, find that support if they need to. Um, And so, yeah, I want to get kind of circling back to our um, virtue signaling performative support thing. A good example of the opposite of that, I think, is where you are at Give. Um, They share you with Big Orange Heart. They've supported Big Orange Heart in many, many, many different ways. And right now in your swag store, you have like merch that goes to supporting Big Orange Heart. And like, I think some people might see like, oh, like there's Big Orange Heart swag for mental health month. That seems like virtue signaling. But behind the scenes and throughout for almost as long as I can remember, Give WP has supported Big Orange Heart in various ways. And that is a really good example of, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, doing something for Mental Health Awareness Month, but the history of that support goes back and back and back and goes on into the future, you know? And so you can, you can, we're not saying that you shouldn't have Pride merch or you shouldn't have Mental Health Awareness merch or you shouldn't have Breast Cancer Awareness Month merch. Just make sure that if somebody tries to look back in your history of of supporting causes and organizations like that, that this is not a, a one-time thing. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was last month. So this month we have uh, Gay Pride is our co-branded. So we ha- our, our swag store, if you go to swag.givewp.com, it, all of our merch oh, says love swag. wins and it's beautiful. And, uh, and the, I want one. Wait, I know. Wait, I already really? ordered mine. The profits go to haveagayday.org and we worked with them on the design. And, mm. you know, and, and, and as a company, it's not like we have financially supported, you know, different organizations in the LGBTQ community, but we are all, or at least everybody I've talked to are all allies. And so sometimes it's not about necessarily the entire company being somebody who pours money into an organization or whatever, but the fact that the members of the organization are open and welcoming and safe spaces and choose organizations like we got to say yes we want this organization to be the one that you know we've worked with them as customers we've supported them that way and we want these we want uh, you know to help raise money for them I feel like I only have heard everything you just said because I'm (laughs) drooling over I, so I've been off Twitter for the week and I have not, I have, I guess I haven't seen the uh, like announcement of, of this swag, but 
I thought the big orange heart swag was cute. These designs, who designed these? Is it, Kirkland. this is the. Yeah, Kirkland. Kirkland is, he designed them. Shout out to Kirkland. These yeah. are so, I'm literally adding a hoodie and a mug to my cart right now. And if <laughs> I you're already ordered watching, the, and the mug. <laughs> Should I get a medium hoodie? Okay, so we need to end because I need to go shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Even if we meander our conversation, I think people can pull some good stuff out of it. Um, I think so, too. And, you know, we are safe spaces. So if people out there in the tech community need somebody to be an ally, whether it's any one of our underrepresented areas, our DMs are open. I know mine are on Twitter. I don't know if yours your yours are, but I know that underrepresented in tech is as well. So you can yeah, underrepresented yeah. techs are mine. I get message requests which yes, I check occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a I'm DM message me. Michelle and then underrepresented <laughs> in tech and then me last because uh, I'm I'm not the I'll best at responding if, to to message requests. But um, it's yeah, all good. So yeah, but we are here for you. Our, we have a contact form on our website as well. So you can always go to underrepresentedintech.com and um, you know email us, catch us on Twitter, any of those things. And we would be happy to uh, find ways to support you. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Talk to you later, Michelle. See you next week. This episode of the Underrepresented in Tech podcast was sponsored by Yikes, Inc., Learn more about their professional WordPress development and design services at yikesinc.com. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of our podcast, want to utilize our database, or just want to say hi, visit us at underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.